Hello and welcome back to another episode. This is uh, the Baby Bed Podcast and um, episode 53, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, an entire year has gone by. Thank you all for listening. And of course, you know, I'm not going to ask you every episode, but you know what you need to do, my friends. You need to tell the world about it. You need to tell your lovers about it. You need to tell yourself about it. Because um, i got something to share every week for you. Um, this week is uh, something that I need to share with you because it's not its not great news. In fact, it's very sad news. My um, uncle passed away a few days back and, um, you know, it's very, very unfortunate the way he went because it was not uh, um, a kind of thing which uh, was unavoidable, you know. It was, it was very, very sad. But I want to talk about certain themes that came up when that happened and certain emotions I went through and certain um, observations I made when I went to see uh, his family. So bear with me on this episode. And of course, if you have similar stories in your life, do let me know. You can reach out to me on Twitter and on uh, Instagram at S-O-A-P-Y-R-A-O and at gmail.com. That's my email address, sopirao at gmail.com. So thank you. And as always, catch you on the other side. Bed Podcast with Sunday Pro. Baby, check it out. So as I said, my uncle, who's my mom's cousin's husband, fell ill a few weeks back. In fact, early, uh, mid-Jan, possibly, I think early Feb, sorry. He had a stroke, but he was rushed to the hospital before too much damage uh, was inflicted. They took care of him. They took precautionary and reactionary measures. They gave him the injections. They gave him the medication. So the stroke wasn't as debilitating as it could have been. He was in uh, intensive care. Then they discharged him from there into the regular ward. He was in monitored care. And then he came home. And then I saw him uh, just before Valentine's Day. He was actually sitting and with some assistance from the nurse managing to feed himself. He was talking with a little bit of a slur, which is um, some Something that happens as a result of the stroke. But his brain was functioning. He was uh, very aware of what's going around. He was aware of his situation. He was in a good place of recovery. So I saw him and then we, um, you know, said goodbye. And I said, you know, by the way, since you aren't uh, in a position to sit up and read on your own, the newspaper or the daily uh, affairs, I uh, messaged his son the details for Audible or for podcasting apps where he can get his news. And that was the last message I sent his son, who's my cousin. And just all of a sudden, man, like four days, no, not even four, like a week back, my mom tells me he's been readmitted to the hospital because he's having severe issues breathing. So we thought it's just as, you know, we didn't know anything, but we just thought it's probably a form of asthma, a form of something which you get because you're weak and your immunity is a bit low. And it's it's just part of the recovery process. That's what we thought. But literally 48, 48 hours later, he's in intensive care. He's on the ventilator. His kidneys are not functioning. It's dialysis. He's just literally losing the, you know, losing his functions. He's losing faculties. And yeah, on Saturday, he died because apparently while he was admitted for a stroke all those weeks back, uh, he caught swine flu. And that manifested two weeks later and that's what that's what's horrible right he he went in for something recovered from that but then got something else which was completely 
avoidable, I don't know, maybe. But something which was so freaky that he didn't know about it and that killed him. And it's just horrible. And so it's so fragile and it's so, you know, how much would we prepare for all circumstances and you take precautions and you go to the best medical care, you go to the best doctors, you t- kind of take all the measures you need to do. And then something just takes you from completely unaware, right? It just hits you and you're like, fuck. No, because when I went over to see uh, his body and the family was there, it's, it's just, it was surreal, right? Because I have seen death. I've seen people in my family from my grandfather, my grandmother, to my uncle dying of cancer, my friend who got run over by a car. So I've seen a lot of, not a lot, but I've seen um, death and it affects me differently every time, you know, because as as you know, I've been having a lot of these kind of anxious moments and this death anxiety about constantly waking up and what, what, wondering what's going to happen in life. But when it actually confronts you when someone else or someone has died who's close to you, the thoughts are very, 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 very confusing. Because one part of you is looking at the person who's gone and that's something which terrifies you because I think human beings, uh, we terrify, we are terrified. We are we're terrified of death. And in fact, I don't think it's the idea of dying, the idea of being dead, it's the idea of how we're going to die. I think that terrifies a lot of us. But once you're there and the body is no longer the person, but just the physical uh, remains of the person, these thoughts that come to you are like really what is what 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 is life, right? What is this constant struggle to overcome uh, anxiety or stress or to uh, have self-worth or proof of success or dreams and hopes? Because the people around you when uh, around the uh, around you once you're gone are the ones who are really the ones who are suffering because you did what you had to do when you went, but the people around you are the ones now who have to continue with life and you actually look at death as something which is so final and it's it's closure in a way it's closure you'll never get when you're living uh because how much ever people say making peace with yourself make giving yourself closure giving yourself this kind of uh presence of mind this mindfulness all these are tools for us to deal with this life because you don't need tools to be dead you don't need tools to deal one deal with the fact that you're dead you're dead and it's complete. Uh, the the physical things that give us issues like physical illness, mental illness, and um, various um, manifestations of problems related to that are gone. Who knows what's going to happen? And I think that is something which really struck me this time. It was just like such a beautiful release for him. And I think the ones who are living are the ones creating all these situations and creating these ideas of how life was and how memories serve us and how uh, we um, look back at that person and their life and their uh, what, and their legacy. But really, once you're gone, you're gone. And um, I, I just believe in dignity while dying is one of the most important things because you can do as much as you can in life to have a dignified um, uh, image, uh, an image of self-respect, an image of of uh, people giving you um, a lot of respect where it's due. But if you, whoever you may be, if you, if you don't have a dignified death, I think that's the that's that's the saddest thing, and it's the saddest thing in your life because I think um, once you're gone, you're gone. But there's a way of going, and I feel as society, when we're evolving, going forward into a more uh, conscious way of living, I think 
while we consider things of sustainable living and ethical um, ideologies, we should also look at an ethical way of letting our people who are on the verge of dying have an opportunity to go with dignity. And I think in many more ways than one, I feel dying with dignity is more important than living uh, these various dreams. Because um, I realized that completely came to sort of um, my notice when this happened last week. So it's it's very unfortunate that he's gone, but we don't know what happens when someone goes. And all you can do is just try to be a person who can support the ones who are living. And um, another thing I realized is that my family, who all were there, were quite a big family, um, very, very um, close in certain ways and very different in certain ways when it comes to physical traits or maybe even our behaviorisms. But even though we are from the same kind of ancestry, we're just such different individuals. And in such a beautiful way that sort of came together when my uncle passed away is that so many different people with so many different emotions and priorities and concerns and so many different pressing issues in their so-called day-to-day existence all kind of come for that person. And that, and I think that's something which only death does anymore, sadly, is that it brings people together in no way, uh, in, in, in a way that nothing else can. And that is something which I think truly uh, is remarkable with what uh, the power of a person's passing uh, has on people. It kind of, uh, on a couple of levels, one is the respect for the person and their life, second is for the family. And I think thirdly, it's just the idea of your own mortality, which comes to uh, the forefront when something like this happens. So I'm not saying that we need people to die to make us realize how fragile we are, but more importantly, also how inconsequential some of the things that we take for granted and something which we are worried about, how inconsequential they are. But also on the larger picture is that instead of uh, looking at individuals as different people and celebrating that difference, we're heading into a future where everyone's kind of hating the fact that someone's different from them. And we're trying to find a conformity which doesn't really exist. And we're trying to create uh, characteristics and try to create these uh, things which we're so-called bonding over when we really don't need to. In fact, I think the most unity and the most um, the, the most connections happen with people who are vastly different. Um, so I feel we're completely looking at this the wrong way and we need to uh, go back a few steps and just celebrate the idea that human beings are human beings, but we each are a being that is different with a set of things that we make up for our life. And the only thing which is sort of the common for all of us, I think that's the only thing common is that we're all going to die and we can only do so much to live a good life, but also to live a, uh, live a full life or live a decent life without hating and without uh, worrying too much about the next day. And the one thing which we should work towards guaranteeing is at least having a dignified death because once we're gone, we're gone. So I just wanted to talk about that in today's episode. I, I know it's, it's, it's a little bit of a morbid issue, but I, do this as a salute to my uncle who lived a full life and he had um, a lot of things that came together to give him his life uh, completion and give him uh, so much more than just his name and his physical body, his failures, his, his achievements, his his worries, his loves, his dejections. And we should celebrate that in each individual, that each individual is not just a name or a, or a, or a resume. It is so much more. It's so many days um, so many seconds and minutes and hours and days 
and weeks and months and years that uh, go into making this individual uh, and creating their legacy. So I salute him and his life and uh, love to his family and his his kids, his wife. And uh, if you've yeah, if you've gone through something like this, you want to share it with me. You know, I'm always here. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for today's episode. I will be back for another one. You can count on that. So take care and uh, till next time. Goodbye. God bless. Cheers. The Baby Bed Podcast every Wednesday. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.